4: You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on Veasan Prime Time.
5: Hour two of Veasan Prime Time, presented by BetMGM, alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray. The sweat hasn't started yet, but uh, it's going to start soon. The uh, the palpitations, the uh, deep breaths. Come on, Cleveland. Get it done. Gusty wins in Cleveland as we chatted last hour with Max Starks, who's on the sidelines tonight for the Steelers Radio Network. And that's why, Sean, you're starting to see this total continue to creep down. 38s the lowest total on the board tonight, or excuse me, uh, this week, I beg your pardon. And the spread actually makes me feel better. It has ticked back up, despite the fact that Carl Johnson, who just joined us down at the Beau Rivage, said that 65% of the money and 65% of the tickets are on the Steelers, but the number has ticked back up to 4.5, so that makes me feel a little bit better. Let's just make it on home. Browns win this game somehow, way.
3: Yeah, very rarely do I say I don't care about the spread, but uh, for personal reasons, selfish uh, nope. situation, I just want the Browns to win. Don't care. I'd love if it's a no sweat
5: game. I, I would love that too. Yeah. I, I, Although
3: after what happened in the last 143 of last week's game, I don't know <laughs> if that exists for the Browns. But.
5: <laughs> oh man! And Kate York, you better not be missing any extra points. Week one, you hit that 58 yarder against the uh, against the, the Panthers to get you to victory. Better not be missing any extra points. Don't even
3: bring his name up. Like the best situation with a kicker is if you just don't mention him. I just, I just, I just point out. Yeah. I don't want to.
5: We'll be messing around today. Make sure you're kicking straight and narrow. Let's get Nick Chubb on a on a big run here. Uh, I'm with you. By the way, uh, this uh this trend making me feeling warm and fuzzy inside. Uh Mike Tomlin as a divisional underdog is 20 and 6 against the spread. Awesome. Are you just trying to ruin my
3: day? <laughs> no, seriously.
5: <laughs> I, we host a gambling show. I gotta bring these things up.
3: I can't hold yeah, them. the time to bring this stuff up is before.
5: Well after we make I, the way. I'm still rolling with it. So let me all right. They're in. Now now all yours are in, but mine is in. Okay. It's locked in. It's the Cleveland Browns. Can't get out of it. Would I have rather gone with the Chargers? What if mm-hmm. on Sunday he's warming up Justin Herbert and and the ribs just aren't feeling right? And it has to be uh Chase Daniel.
3: De- I'm okay with de- that. be devastating. I think Chase Daniels fine for a game. To beat the Jags? Jags are playing well. Yeah, but I mean, you, they just, still, heard, they you still just have heard, Austin you just heard Carl Johnson and Mike Williams. Sharp money and, on Jacksonville. Not yeah, to, cover to cover the spread. To cover the number, but... See, Chase Daniel, I think, will be fine in this one-and-done situation. Because he was a smart quarterback. You know, he had the feeling, I think, for a game or two for Drew Brees back when he was with the Saints. Like, he'll be fine. Um, I feel better about him than I do about Cooper Rush playing his first road game. Thank you. Thank you Britton, for this tweet too. Uh what did I miss?
5: Uh Kevin Stefanski in his uh time as the Browns head coach in division games is 1 in 11 against the spread. <laughs> I mean,
3: do they realize What we, is wrong with this? Why do we do this? They realize we can't switch our play. Why right? do we do this, Sean? No, seriously, they realize we can't switch our players. I plans. know we can't do this play. Yeah. So
5: are you having buyer's remorse? At least you have two others. I'm all in, man. Not at all. I'm just paying. I believe in you, Cleveland. So, you know, I will. Trends be damned. Yeah, absolutely. Take that. Also, Mitch Trubisky. I know that's your guy, but Mitch Trubisky being the starting quarterback for the Steelers, that I mean, gives me some solace. I feel all right. But, eh, I don't feel so bad there. Um, do you what do you think about the total in this? With the wind blowing, with these two teams being the way that they are, look, we just ticked down to half. Yeah, I thought about taking the under. I, that's the only way you can. Go. Yeah,
3: I just feel like it's going to be one of those games. I'm going to look at it, and it's going to be like three zero at the half, and it'll be like the the under was free money. Like, what was I thinking?
5: I just want the Browns to lean into this run game and win seventeen to six. That would be glorious. Seventeen to six. Maybe we just run it down their throat. First drive of the game. That'd be glorious. Touchdown, and then just kind of keep them like like a big brother to the little brother. Hand on the forehead. Just keep them at arm's length the entire way. You know, you guys can get a late touchdown. Hell, if you even want a backdoor cover for the four and a half comp crew out there, go ahead. I know. Uh, I know Apple bombs on it. I know uh, our good friend there, Carl Johnson, likes it. A lot of people are on the four and a half. I get it. Why wouldn't you? The trends, it's windy, it's a divisional game. I don't care. Backdoor. That's cool. Whatever. Just give me the win. I'm a believer. Just give me the win. All right. Want to do a little more bettable or forgettable? Yeah, sounds good. A couple more bettable or forgettable. Jared Smith going to join us uh, via Skype uh, today. He did not venture all the way down. I think he heard that we were on the Browns, and he was uh, nervous for his well-being. Not that he bet against it. Um, Damian Woody. You know Damian? Yeah. Damian Woody said today on uh, ESPN's Get Up about Nathaniel Hackett that he's, quote, way in over his head. And he followed up by saying, quote, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing out there. Uh, Bettable or forgettable, a former NFL lineman in Damian Woody saying that uh, current Broncos coach after two games doesn't know what he's doing and they're catching some points at home against San Francisco on Sunday night.
3: Well, I mean, in Damian Woody's defense, you can't really argue that Nathaniel Hackett seems like he wasn't fully prepared to have to make the actual game day decisions, like which is a pretty visible part of being a head coach.
5: I still can't get the sixty four yard field goal out of my head. I just I can't do it. Yeah, I mean that was that was that was like malpractice. I agree. I mean, if your doctor did that, you'd you might not be breathing anymore.
3: It's facts. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so what about this game, though? Anything intrigue you here? Is this a buy-low opportunity on Denver? Jimmy G now has taken over the reins
3: as the depends Niners quarterback. It is George Kittles playing. If George Kittles is playing and he's relatively healthy, I think San Francisco goes to Denver and wins. You know, I said as it, was, as it pertained to uh, Survivor that I was saving Denver for later because I think they're going to be better later. Here you have the 49ers coming in. I think a lot. I think internally a lot of the players wanted Jimmy G, not because they didn't like Trey or didn't think Trey eventually was going to be good because they think Jimmy G gives them the best chance this year. Then the Broncos are battling. Pat Sertain and Jerry Judy are banged up. Probably going to be game-time decisions. I like San Fran in this game.
5: Uh, David Lombardi, who covers the 49ers for The Athletic, tweeted out a video of George Kittle doing his normal individual work with tight ends coach Brian Flurry. During the special teams portion of the practice, and he said, "quote I'd say Kittle looks to be on track to play against Denver."
3: Yeah, I don't buy into that until I see him run. I mean, he's dealing okay. with a growing right; he's not dealing with a shoulder or a concussion, or he's, he's dealing with a growing. So the big thing comes: can he go full speed? Can he make sharp change of direction uh, actions, and it not affect him? So if I see that, then okay, I'm I'm all on board with let's let's ride as uh, Russ Wilson would say. Let's ride. But, um, matter of fact, I think Charlie Strong started that when he got to Texas, let's ride. I mm. think that was his thing. Russell kind of bit it. <laughs> um, but uh, but Kittles... Does
5: Russell Wilson also wear a giant golden uh yeah. cowboy hat? Yeah, he left that part out.
3: <laughs> Remember that after the Oklahoma-Texas <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. game? Yeah, that was an amazing, amazing photo op. Well, I, I mean, Kittle's are a big part of what they do. And I still think Denver's trying to find their way. And so you have a coach that's trying to find his way, Nathaniel Hackett. Then you, on the other sideline, you have one of the most creative, you know, uh, offensive geniuses in football. So the advantage on the sideline in a close game late definitively sides with the 49ers. So, you know, I actually like San Francisco in that game.
5: Um, Here you go again. Christian McCaffrey placed on the injury report quote, lingering stiffness yeah, this for is, this is laughable. Christian McCaffrey. He is expected to play. Uh, I got to find this quote. So Christian McCaffrey, uh, I'll paraphrase from what I saw. He said, if I take a bathroom break, they're going
3: to put me on the injury report. <laughs> and I think a lot of this comes from the fact that he hadn't been a huge part of you know, this Panthers' offensive uh, situation. You know, think about it just from a fantasy standpoint because I think it gives good perspective. Mr. Caffrey was drafted in almost every fantasy draft in the top three, four picks. Sure. Yeah, through two games, he has 25 carries for 135 yards. And more importantly, only only eight catches. Yeah, that's an issue. So uh, the natural uh, presumption is is something wrong with Christian because he's mm-hmm. been injured the past couple of seasons. So I think he's going to get that because I think people are overly aware of it. Uh, but maybe it's a coordinating thing down there in Cali- uh, in Colorado- Carolina. And how do you have a piece like Christian McCaffrey and not use him? Don't make a lot of sense, right? Nope. Like I don't think you know – you don't even know what inside duo is, right? No. But if you became an OC of Carolina, you, you'd say, I don't know how to do it, but get the ball to McCaffrey. <laughs>
5: I became the offensive coordinator of the Carolina Panthers. I think they'd have a whole lot of problems.
3: Well, they have a whole lot now. That is true. Yeah.
5: I don't you might say how could it get any worse? It could get worse. Yeah. I would just be playing Madden there on the sideline like, uh, "Go run that route."
3: Might be better than what they're currently
5: yeah. doing. Well, Matt Rule might be in Tempe come next year, so you know. Got that going for
3: it's a dope little place to live.
5: That would be a cool place to live. Yeah. And I bet you, you do well there too. Um, I found the quote, by the way, Christian McCaffrey said, quote, I think at this point, if I went to take a leak during practice, I'd end up on the injury
3: report. No, that was funny.
5: <laughs> um, that was pretty good. Actually. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, Jared Smith here in just a moment, but real quickly, a college nugget. How about this? How about them Jayhawks first sell out at Kansas since November 2nd, 2019 and just the second sellout in the last decade. Bettable or forgettable, them Jayhawks laying seven against the Blue Devils. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Good for them. Yeah.
3: Like, I want them to support that program. My good friend Rich Jantz is a big uh, supporter of the Jayhawks program. I want them to support that program.
5: Go Jayhawks. You should have got game day this week. You didn't, so... uh, That would have been cool. Prove it to them that they made the mistake and go out and beat those dookies. We'll talk to Jared Smith, any place he's got. Heading into Thursday Night Football, it's v Prime time.
6: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
4: This is v Prime Time with Tim Murray and Sean King on v the sports betting network.
5: of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. An hour away from kickoff Thursday Night Football tonight in Cleveland, Ohio. The Cleveland Browns right now a four and a half point favorite at BetMGM. The total ticking down to 37 and a half at last check. That's Sean King former Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback. I am Tim Murray. Big final hour. We will have the crew, Derek Stevens, Darren Banks, and Wilbo in studio, top of the hour. Book it with Trent, Trent Ayah. Ayaya will join us uh, in studio here in just a little bit. And our normal weekly visitor. Now, he's home side tonight, but that's all right. Just like, just like the old days in his uh, humble abode there, Uh, but not in New York City instead here in Las Vegas. It is Jared Smith from PicksWise at Jared Lee Smith. All right, Jared, let's start with the game at hand tonight. Wind gusting there in Cleveland. Two teams that uh, don't have quarterbacks that you trust to get the ball down the field all that much. So with a total as low as it is, could you get enticed in a little under here on this game?
7: The over. Um, That's for sure. Not in this particular game. And with the Steelers, it's really about their offensive line. Um, It's grading out as probably one of the worst offensive lines in the league so far. And the weapons have it's been kind of a blame game with Tomlin and Deontay Johnson and Claypool. They're all kind of pointing to each other. Matt Canada's the OC has been thrown under the bus. Trubisky has been thrown under the bus, too. They both deserve, uh, you know, some of that. But a lot of it, too, is just the opponents that the Steelers have faced. I mean, Bengals and Pats right out of the gate, those are two two tough defenses. So we'll see what happens tonight against a different defense in Cleveland that I think is underachieving. And when you look at the secondary especially, Denzel Ward's grading out as like a bottom-tier corner. I mean, this was a guy that was a top-20, top-30 Pro Bowl kind of guy the first couple of years. Uh, and Greg Newsom, their first-round pick, has not graded out well this year either. He was good last year. So... You've got a little bit of a, of a downtrending defense in Cleveland, and Joe Woods has been the guy that's been pointed, you know, the blame at. But I'll be honest, I'm curious to see how he responds tonight, too. So kind of strength on strength tonight with the Steelers defense against the Browns offense that has been up and down, too. And then, of course, the Browns defense will see what they can muster against the Steelers offensive unit, which has been really poor.
5: Through three games, or excuse me, through two games, uh, Jared, Mitch Trubisky um, averaging 181 yards through the air, 168 last week against the Patriots in the 17-14 loss, 194 in the victory over the Bengals. Mention the weather conditions, it's supposed to be, it is gusty, we heard from Max Starks on the field said it was very gusty. Uh, We're going to show a graphic the numbers have actually tickled down even more. So the graphic's going to tell you 199 wow. and a half at BetMGM right now as I look at my uh my Handy Dandy app. By the way, download the app uh, if you uh, if you are so inclined. Uh, it's now 192 and a half. So I know this is a prop that you looked at, Jared, is it still playable at 192 and a half?
7: There's a couple factors at play here and I, I want I'm curious Sean's to take too because I know he's been in the middle of this. So, one, yes, the yards per attempt worst in the league. Everything's pointing down on Trubisky. So that's why the number's been hit. I think the weather has accelerated the number moving down. I still would be, con- I'd still consider playing it in the 190s. Here's the X factor in the Trubisky under tonight. Let's live in a world where the Steelers get off to another slow start. And if a divisional game, it's on Thursday night, they're on the road. Does Mike Tomlin just say, screw it? You're in, Pickett"? I, you know, I mean, I, is there a spark to be had with bringing him in at halftime or do you wait until they, I think they face the jets next week, long, you know, break and a little more prep, but is Pickett perhaps the spark to what's been a really poor and really slow moving and, and not a very explosive offense through the first two weeks of the season. I, I don't know. I'm just guessing. I'm hoping obviously because we bet the under, but I could see that happening with Mike Tomlin's reputation.
3: I really think that Matt Canada, uh, Jared, is under more fire immediately than Mitch Trubisky. I think the schematic uh, game plan has been extremely criticized within Steelers' circles. Too conservative, not utilizing the personnel properly. Uh, Mike Tomlin's a big George Pickens fan. He only has two catches through two games. So I think that's where the scrutiny exists internally. Publicly, of course, the easy thing is to say, change the quarterback. But but I I'll be honest. I think Matt Canada, you know, probably has more of a bullseye on him right now than Mitch Trubisky.
7: Fair, but does the bullet go through Canada and hit Trubisky too? When all of these things, because I mean, it's, to me, Mitch has to worry about his future too. And I'm I'm curious what his mindset is right now because I, I'm probably if, frustrated. If, if I was, okay. Um, I would be very aggressive tonight if I was Mitch, with my arm and my leg. But I think the weather might hamper them to really push the ball down the field. The weather is not doing the Steelers any favors tonight. This should be a game against the Browns secondary that they should push the ball down the field with those weapons. But in 30-mile-an-hour gusty winds, Sean, ha- how accurate can you be with your downfield pass?
3: Well, we uh, had Max Starks on the program. He's actually there in Cleveland, was down on the field. When I heard him say, it's a former uh, NFL player, that it's extremely gusty on the field, I immediately took the Browns in Survivor. And I should have clicked the under as well. I'm not sure what it's clicked down to. I may still ultimately end up taking the under in this game. But it does impact really good quarterbacks. Uh, The impact it has on mediocre to below-average quarterbacks is even more significant because there's already some apprehension about what arm talent I have anyway. So, again, the the weather's always kind of finicky. You never kind of know... Until you actually, the game starts, but it hurts both offenses passing attacks. But I do think ja, Jacoby Brissett has a stronger arm than Mitchell Trubisky, so we'll see if that matters. And I do think the Browns have a better run defense than Pittsburgh does.
7: I think this game's gonna be one of those ones we wanna scoop our eyeballs out after we watch, but it's a Thursday night NFL game, so. We're gonna watch
5: it. I don't care if um, it's 15 to 11, Jared. I don't yeah. care if it's four to two. The Browns win. Whatever, man. Just get the Browns home in this spot. That's all that matters to me. We're talking to Jared Smith at uh, Jared Lee Smith on Twitter. Catch all his work with Picks Wise. Read his work as well. I know your column has just come out. Um, so um, taking a look at some games. You know, one that's intriguing to me is is this Chiefs Colts game. We were talking to Carl Johnson a little bit about some. Uh, some money coming in. Uh, at least the line moving with the with the Colts. Yet everybody's on the Chiefs. So uh, Pittman's supposed to be back. Pierce back. Uh, supposed to get the debut of Leonard. Uh, season debut. That is of, of Shaq Leonard there for the Colts. They're desperate, man. They're 0-2. Uh, or sorry, 0-1 and 1. Uh, is this kind of one of those hold your nose type of situations with the Colts?
7: think so. Uh, you know, Patrick Everson, you've had on the program before, does a fantastic job covering the bookmaker scene, put out a quote today saying that it was an all-star cast of sharps on the Colts, and that's why you're not going to see a seven. Um, it ain't going to get anywhere close to that. So you get to this certain point with this game, and I'll be honest, I do see a little bit of starch with this Colts defense. And I think when you put Shaq Leonard back in the fold, you give DeForest Buckner a full week of practice. He didn't. He, he was banged up last week. So was Kenny Moore. And I don't think the conditions help. You got Ngakwe and, and, and Gilmore that are still trying to adapt to a new scheme with Gus Bradley. Year one of this cover three. They've been playing cover two with Matt Eberflus for the last few years. So there is an adjustment period to be had. And the spot was not good in Jacksonville on Sunday, a place where Frank Reich and, and the Colts have really struggled. Now they go home the first game at Lucas Oil Stadium this year, you would expect some kind of a boost from that. And there is a little bit of sell-high vibes with the Chiefs because they did win that game on Thursday, last Thursday, but they didn't win it that impressively. And if that pick six goes differently at the goal line, this is a very different conversation we're having about Kansas City this week because I think they would be one and one as well heading into a game against the Colts where you could say, well, maybe the winner of this game's got an inside track for one of those AFC wildcard spots if it does get to that point because then the Chargers would have been first place. So the conversation very different about this game because of that win by Kansas City. And I think that's masking some of their problems, especially along the offensive line and of course stopping the run. And what does Indy do very well with Jonathan Taylor? So I can absolutely see a world where Gus Bradley comes to life. It was a disaster with the Raiders last year as that cover three got just sliced and diced by Mahomes. But with the Chargers prior to that, it was pretty good. So we'll see what Gus Bradley's scheme we get on Sunday. We'll see if those Colts weapons, Pittman and Pierce, come back and are healthy. And to me, Jonathan Taylor, if he carries the mail, I think they can control the tempo and at least keep this game within the number.
5: He is Jared Smith. Great you can still, follow Jared. him on Twitter, at Jared Lee Smith. Read all his work with PicksWise as well. Jared, we appreciate it, man. Go Browns! <laughs> <laughs> Always love catching up with Jared. The latest from behind the counter. Where are people betting? Who does the book need at BetMGM? We'll get you that information. On the other side, it's v Prime Primetime.
4: This is v Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on v the sports betting network.
5: Start your morning with VSIN's new podcast, VSIN Daily Morning Bets. Josh Applebaum gives you every piece of info you need to be ready for betting the day's biggest games in just 15 minutes. He discusses line movement, injuries, and what you need to be looking at before you make your bets. Make the VSIN Daily Morning Bets podcast part of your morning routine. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray, about 45 minutes away from kickoff. Thursday night football, college football about to kick off here uh, in just a moment. Virginia Tech hosting West Virginia. Your last look at the line, uh, Virginia Tech catching two at home with a total of 49 and a half. And then Georgia State against Coastal Carolina. Georgia State, the home dog, catching two and a half with a total of 63. Uh, I've actually got bets on both dogs. I'm on Virginia Tech and Georgia State tonight. Sean's a, a trader and is on Coastal Carolina, so uh, one of us will be happy. Actually, hopefully both of us are happy, and you know this bet is uh, superfluous because you know what? the Browns
3: win. I'll give you the Coastal <laughs> if we get the Browns. Okay, I mean, and is that I'll give fair? You, I'll give you. I'll give you Coastal if.
5: You know what. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you coastal too. If we okay, get the Browns. Yeah. Home. I don't. I just, care. I just
3: want the Browns.
5: I just want the Browns too. Slightly I do have Georgia State. Steak. I do have Georgia State and Virginia Tech tonight. But uh, uh, those games about to uh, about to kick off here uh, in just a moment. Uh, we're going to talk to Trent Atya from Book It with Trent, a very popular um, handicapper, and uh, we will chat with him in about 15 minutes. See what he's looking at uh, heading into tonight's and the weekend as well. And then it wouldn't be Thursday, Sean, without the crew. Without the crew yeah, stopping the by. Yeah, the fellas are headed in, what, 30 minutes? Now, unfortunately, Derek, well, they won't know because the deadline isn't until Saturday. And uh, we won't know how many people are in on the Browns. But someone tweeted us. And I want to find that tweet because uh, it was an interesting question that you brought up here. Uh, Chris, Chris Bellum, who is a, a loyal Vison listener, uh, said, I'm curious how many will join you, 50 or more. That was interesting. I, so Chris is alluding to the fact that both Sean and I are, Sean, one of his three, and my sole uh, survivor selection is on the Browns. I think it's, so there's about, well, let's just say to make it even, there's about 2,000 left. Mm-hmm. I would say the majority of people would be will be on the Chargers. That would be my guess. Um, I think there'll be some on the Chiefs. I think there will be some on the Vikings. Um, I bet you the Browns will be the fifth most popular selection. So I'll say about like two, my guess would be like 260.
3: Here's what's interesting. I think more than 50% of the field will be on the Chiefs. Really? Yep.
5: I think I. my guess... I won't do a cigar bet, but like a friendly wager, just Mm -hmm. who will be right. You say Chiefs. I think the Chargers will be number one.
3: No, not with Justin Herbert's health. (sighs) And the fact that it's a late Sunday game, So, because the game's in uh, L.A., right? So it's a 4 o'clock start Sunday, and just with your picks having to be submitted by 4 p.m. or was it 7 p.m. Saturday, I don't think you're going to have clarity on whether or not Herbert's even playing, because it doesn't benefit the Chargers. To say yay or nay. Yeah. If no, not for his and injury that's why, situation. And, and that's why I didn't yeah, play that. I would think the majority of people would be on that game. But with his injury situation, I, I just don't see it. Well, I, I'll say this. I,
5: to split the difference, my guess would be one, two. Those yeah. would be the top two. Uh, so we will uh, we will see how it plays out there. Uh, By want, the
3: way, I need one out in the uh, Braves-Phillies game to hit a little three-team. You benefit. and your Nerfies. I you had Astros-Orioles. I had the Red Sox, Yankees. Yankees are in the bottom of the first. First and second, no out. First and third, one out. I get a double play. Um, so I have two outs, two strikes, two balls in the bottom of the first in Braves Philly. So hopefully we can get out. It'll be a nice little three-team Nerfie to hit. There you go. Yeah.
5: Um, John Ewing. Boom. Got it? Yep. There right on cue. There we go. Nerfie uh, King. Nerfie King. Nerfie King. John Ewing from uh, BetMGM is always putting out nuggets especially right before kickoff. So, uh this is what John Ewing has just put out uh, in the last hour. He said Brown Steelers total has moved from 40 and a half to 37 and a half at BetMGM. In the past 10 years, when a total decreases by 3 or more points, the under is hitting at 56%. 116 and 90. So not a crazy trend that is, you know, autoplay, but 56% pretty decent um pretty decent um sample
3: there with uh I just hate to get 37 and a half when games. I could have had 40 and a half. True. Like that is huge in an NFL game. That's a field goal difference.
5: And 38, I'm trying to think is a key number. Uh
3: so, you know, 2117. Yeah. Um, so. Especially because I don't have to play it. No, yeah. Like, if I got this information this I'm morning. i just pointing it out. Yeah, and I'm saying it was sitting at 39 or, or 39 and a half, and you're thinking, okay, weather report says really windy. I'm taking a chance here because it might not be windy. I'd rather get in then than it's almost kick, and everybody's focused on it, and this number's coming down. I feel like I'm on the bad side of the number.
5: Um, also uh, on, this, uh, on this game, um, Browns open three and a half. Closing, so it seems, four and a half, Sean. 38% of the bets, 40% of the money on the Browns. So you flip that, 62% of the bets, 60% of the money on the Steelers. But the number has ticked up a point here to four and a half. The total, as mentioned, 40 and a half down to 37 and a half. And this is interesting, Sean. The Steelers' money line opened plus 155 and has drifted out to plus 180. 74% of the bets are on the Steelers' money line, but only 47% of the money is on the Pittsburgh Steelers' money line he-
3: heading into tonight. Yeah, I just feel if you like the Steelers, why would you not take the points?
5: Especially it, in a yeah. game with this low of a total. Like a road game. Yeah, you, you're going to take, you're certainly going to want to take those really points. Offense not really
3: humming at, at its optimum output. You know, I definitely, t- if I was on the Steelers, I'd take the points. Uh, so, I almost want to bet the Steelers plus four and a half, so that way I win either way.
5: Uh, by the way, uh, my Georgia State bet is off to a phenomenal start. First play from scrimmage, touchdown, Coastal Carolina. I told you, Grayson McCall. Yeah, The total's like 70, so we got a, we got a, probably long, a lot of points. A yeah, well, long,
3: long ways to trust go. Trust me, Coastal's far from a defensive juggernaut. <laughs> good, but I'm just telling you, like start, I said, like, the, the one thing the numbers don't say is when you have a quarterback like Grayson who plays for a team like this who doesn't get a chance on national TV platforms often, you're probably going to get his best performance in these situations. Because he knows this is the only time I get to really represent myself to the rest of the world. Unlike Kirk Cousins, who (laughs) falls on his face on Monday Night Football.
5: You know what you'd like? like, You'd like Kirk Cousins' paycheck. Oh, absolutely. I don't care what anybody says about (laughs) me. Trade with him in a heartbeat.
3: I'd be taking a helicopter to uh, Foothills High School tonight for this game.
5: (laughs) I'll say this. If you got paid what Kirk did through his career, I don't think you'd be calling Foothills High School.
3: I'm a man of the people. I'm still going to always give back to the community, be in the community, because that's who I am. But I would not be getting stuck in traffic like I'll probably have to do when I leave tonight.
5: All right, a couple props uh, that have been bet on the most at BetMGM, uh, courtesy of John Ewing. Nick Chubb to score the first touchdown, plus 450. Nick Chubb, anytime touchdown, minus 190. Nick Chubb, over 83 and a half Rushing Yards, uh, That those are some of the most popular uh, prop bets Did at BetMGM. Did you Bet text MGM. Charge? I have not. You got
3: to text Charge. Like, that's our go-to prop guy until my guy, Big Noise, you know, we get him up we'll, and running. We'll
5: get Brad back here shortly. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm loving seeing Brad back and, and doing his thing, so yeah. it's great to see. Well, um, so in the next break, you got to text Chart. Well, I'll say this about Chart. Chart will let us know when he's got Well, place. first
3: of all, he's got plenty of time because uh, he's in his backyard <laughs> in an RV. I don't think he moved there. The only time he's leaving is to go to Starbucks, which is some kind of way <laughs> around the corner of his camping trip. So I, I think he's pretty free. Um, By the way, I should take Virginia Tech just because of the West Virginia uniforms tonight. Jump on the Hokies with me. No. what? So Oh, you put them in the red tape. Yeah. Well, you bet them in a terrible spot. So you have to understand. When why I, would you bet them on I the road my, at Old Dominion? Why would you do that? Well, because it was especially a, when, you it know, was a revenge angle. Ginger. It was a new head coach's first game. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yes, this is his first game. It was Brent Pry's first game. That's Virginia what I'm State. saying. Why would you bet a coach in his first game? Well, you, you want to lose to Old Dominion as your first game as Virginia Tech?
5: Uh, I Mar- Marcus Freeman didn't want to lose to Marshall in his home opener, yeah, but he did. that was did.
3: different, though. He opened open with Ohio State. I'm just saying, like, come on. Old Dominion <laughs> hadn't won yet. They hadn't won since. But they won that game. They lost to East Carolina and Virginia. Yeah, Two good teams. Virginia Tech lost outright and played terrible. Yeah,
5: but Virginia needed a field goal to gun at home to beat Old Dominion.
3: Win is a win is a win.
5: Monarchs, baby. Can't believe you bet against me there.
3: Shout out to JMU this weekend. Let's get it done. It's getting a little trendy. I don't, I don't like the trend that's seen out there. I don't worry there. about the trend. I just wanted the action to be right.
5: Love that. I mean, best situational spot of the weekend. Oh, absolutely. JMU off a of bye, taking on App State, who I think has played 12 games in three weeks. Sounds like it. Seems like it, actually. I mean, my God. With uh, all the overtimes, they may have played the equivalent of five. Nah, good job, Georgia State. Three and out. Looking good. Good start. Good start there, Tim.
3: All right. Uh, we'll that talk that to a – 3 thing? 3
5: teams? Yeah. and 3 teams, dude. Book it with Trent. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Why would someone bet on an 0-3 team? This guy did. <laughs> we'll talk with – Book it with Trent. Trent at you. In studio next right here on v
0: Prime PRIMETIME. This is vSIND Primetime with Tim
4: Murray and Sean King on vSIND, the sports betting network.
5: BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the BetMGM app. Featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM rewards is Sports Betting's premier loyalty program including exclusive offers incredible experiences and valuable perks when you wager with betmgm sign up with betmgm or log in today to take advantage of betmgm rewards eligibility restrictions apply visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older wager please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER it is VEASAN PRIMETIME alongside Sean King. I am Tim Murray, and we are joined in studio by Trent Attia at Book it With Trent on Twitter. And uh, we got Thursday Night Football. Trent, Trent, you're going to be hanging out real quickly, though, all night long here on VEASAN with the uh, with the VEASAN Live Bets crew. So uh, tell us a little bit about what you're going to be doing tonight with those guys.
4: Oh, yeah, it's going to be sweating bets, what I do best. I guess I'm the professional bet sweater of the night for the VEASAN crew. <laughs> uh, and I'm looking forward to it. Super excited.
3: You know, i found the answer is always in the, in the bottom of the bottle. So, I mean, win or lose, continue to consume, hydrate. Oh, yeah. Always works out. (laughs) And I'm kind of jumping in my chair a little bit because me and Tim are on the opposite sides of this uh, Coastal (laughs) Carolina-Georgia State game, and uh, Grayson McCall is doing Grayson McCall things, 14-0 Coastal.
5: So during the break, Sean goes, you never bet against Grayson McCall. Literally, I bet against him five days ago and won my bet, Sean. So you know, listen, we have a, 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 a guest
3: in studio. Our lovers quarrel can wait to the next segment. Okay.
5: <laughs> All right, uh, Trent. Let's take a let's take a look though at Thursday night football. Uh, really interesting spot. Both Sean and I rolling with the Browns. Not on the spread. We took him in Survivor, which is. Uh, a play that might lead us to drink some Pepto-Bismol later on tonight. <laughs> so you got a total of 38, actually a bet MGM down to 37.5, a, a spread of 40, uh, 4.5, not 40. That would be weird. <laughs> so anything that you like tonight, uh,
4: what are you going to be sweating with uh, Femi and West later? Yeah, uh, right before I walked in here, I just dropped a max play on the brown spread. So I'm, I'm here with you guys All right, sweating that out. Um, I'm on the money line as well in a parlay with the Dodgers, of course. Uh, But I love the Browns at home. I love these division games. I love taking the home team. I think four and a half is an interesting number. I think it could be a three-point game, so I'm hoping the Browns are able to stop them defensively and and control the game with the run ball for for sure. But I think the under in this one as well, even though it's such a low number, it's that low for a reason. Uh, I saw some reports about the wind in this game. I saw some videos. Unbelievable. So I don't know. I think we see some missed extra points. I think that four and a half number comes down to the wire. I'm hoping they can pull it out, but I think the Browns are a good call for Survivor this week as well. You can follow him on Twitter at BookIt with
5: Trent. Uh, you are going to be I, I think you're deemed the bet sweater uh, tonight <laughs> uh, with Wes and Femi on uh, V-CIN Live Bets, so that'll be uh, something to keep an eye on. What is your normal method to your madness? Because on, on social media, you got a big following. Obviously, you're firing like we do. You mentioned you just you know—took uh, took a couple plays here, but do you like the prop market? Do you go? Do, do you not uh, discriminate? What is your normal method to your madness?
4: Yeah, no, I'm. I just recently got into the prop market, yeah. and I love every bit of it. You know, the first touchdowns are really big for me. I love just you know sweating out who's going to score first. Someone's got to score first, right? Uh, but I love you know over under on player props, um, and you know doing those DFS contests and competitions like that. I just got recently super into those. Uh, So tonight I'm on Peoples-Jones to score the first touchdown at plus 1,400 odds. Uh, Kind of a random pick, but if you go back and look at all these primetime games, it's always the random guys. It is. So we have a
3: theory, Trent. (laughs) And I'm glad you brought it up because I haven't played it yet tonight. You have to find all the backup fullbacks and tight ends. And just across the board, <laughs> blanket bet. Yeah. The one fullbacks. Unit on, because that's what's been happening. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was it? The Bills. Gilliam. Yeah. Robert Gilliam. Yeah, Disney. from the Titans. Was it the Bills? Yes. It was Disley. Yeah, uh, Disley. From the Seahawks. I think it was Horvath. <laughs> yeah. From the, so, I mean, it's been like all obscure fullback tight ends. Yeah.
4: No, absolutely. If you can find the box, it says it's usually the first five most favored guys. And then the field. It's been the field every time. Uh, just because you know these guys coming in that are not in their normal packages, you know, come in and score the first touchdown of the game, and you know, it takes everybody's coin because no one had Disley it, right or whatever. His Will name. Disley, <laughs>
5: and it was funny. Our producer, producer Britton, walked in and said, "You know, I feel like Will Disley always scores a touchdown in these primetime games." <laughs> I think technically he was wrong in that like just blanketed it statement. It was fifty
3: to one. But it was right. And that we didn't night.
5: play it. I know. Reg- Reggie Gilliam was the guy. For the Buffalo Bills. And you
3: know what? And he broke a tackle. Did you catch the uh, viral video? There was a group of guys that all had put together money. Some kind of way they knew Reggie Gilliam from college. <laughs> then they're, they're, they're watching it. And he breaks the tackle and they go crazy. <laughs> they had him in 75-1. to 1.
5: That's unbelievable. All right. So Donovan Peoples-Jones, you'll be sweating that out. It, it, by the way, it should hit... Hopefully it will hit. By the way, while we're on the air, you'll pop back. I'll just jump back in. Yeah. Uh, if, if that bet hits. Uh, by the way, there. most
3: players with three names are really good.
5: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that is, is that factual? Or...
3: Factual. It's What's like never,
5: scientifically proven. Like never bet against Grayson. If you're
3: listening and you want your son or daughter to be an excellent athlete, give them three names.
5: <laughs> Amon Ross St. Brown isn't that four names though? Yeah. Is he like that good? He's like extra good. Yeah. St. Brown. It's like Brown.
3: first ballot Hall of Famer.
5: <laughs> Trent Atia, Atia uh, joining us in st- studio at Book It With Trent. Uh, he's going to be hanging out with, uh, with Wes and Femi uh, from 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, Pacific time all throughout the show. He's going to be the bet sweater. All right, let's jump to Sunday. Um, Sean's former team, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, against the Green Bay Packers. Now, the Packers, they've got a whole bunch of injuries again. Lazard, Watson, Watkins all mispractice today. Randall Cobb mispractice. But then you look at the other side. Mike Evans is suspended. Uh, that gets upheld. They've been dealing. Chris Godwin's still banged up. Their offensive line trend is a, is a nightmare. Both defenses are pretty darn solid. This line has moved almost to a pick in some spots. Minus one still at MGM. Uh, any uh,
4: ways you're going to be firing on, uh, on Bucks and Packers? I think the Bucs are the more well-rounded team. I uh, know both sides both banged up. Surely, but uh, I think the Bucks pull this one out. Where is the game? Is it in Tampa? It's Tampa. In Tampa. It's in Tampa. Even better. And he you
5: fired know. off those cannons, yeah. right, Sean? Boom.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like when you used to score a touchdown down there. Well, it's it's actually a red zone thing. So once the Bucks get in the red zone. Then that's when the cannons start firing. Oh, really? Then they also fire after points were scored.
4: Yeah, yeah. So even no touchdowns, just red zone. Yeah. It's very fine. disconcerting. <laughs> oh, the first <laughs> time
3: you hear it, yeah, it catches you off. Did cross. you jump the first? <laughs> well, I mean, no. But <laughs> internally, about it? internally, I was like, oh my god.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think it's a really good price to get the bucks at. Uh, what is it? Almost a pick'em. Yeah, you much? can
1: get a
5: pick'em in some spots. If you like the bucks, you can get them at a pick'em. So minus one ten to just uh, to just outright win the game. I'm curious your thoughts. You know, whether it be buy low, sell high, you know, fade the public, whatever it may be, Detroit, Minnesota is such an intriguing matchup to yeah. me because Trent, the public absolutely adores the Lions, yeah. right? They they seem like a likable team. They've got a coach in Dan Campbell that's a big meathead, but we all want to like give him a hug and hang out with him. <laughs> they win last week. The Vikings look like you know what on national television, and the Vikings are a six-point favorite. But any book that you talk to public is just firing on detroit so how do you look at a game like this is this is this a fade the public situation what's your kind of mentality with a game like this is this a prime time game would be
4: my first question <laughs> it is not <laughs> okay good one o'clock eastern which is when uh, kirk thrives yeah yeah um you know in games like this where i see the public heavily on one side i don't always fade the public but there are times where i can just like feel it you know this is a time where you should probably fade the public in a in a game where the public smashing the Lions. You know, this is probably a good spot to take the Vikings, especially off an abysmal performance Oof. last week against the Eagles. Uh, you know, I think the Vikings actually is a great spot there at minus six and a half, you said. Is six. Six at yeah. home. Mm-hmm. And that's a tough place to play, too. Yeah.
3: I'm all over the Vikings. Yeah. I have one, I'm, I'm gonna use one of my Survivor.
4: I um, thought about doing it on the Survivor.
3: Because you get the Vikings coming home from getting embarrassed on national television. You get Detroit, who's feeling confident, but it's their first road game. Yep. You know, so they have to deal with something they haven't had to deal with, which is the crowd noise being against them. Mm-hmm. You know, the energy in the stadium not being, you know, something that helps them. You a know, positive stand. So, I, I, and I think the uh, new coach of the Vikings, first time he's had to endure a little criticism yep. for not being creative. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he's not this boy genius. So now, if it was
5: a battle royale. Mm-hmm. Campbell versus Kevin O'Connell, how long would O'Connell well, last? Well, I
3: really think you probably got to take Campbell. Like He's probably the number one seed, right? I think he is. <laughs> yeah. he's, I mean,
5: be the he's probably up there. All right, uh, Trent, book it with Trent. You're going to be hanging out. He's the bet sweater tonight on VSEN Live Bets. Once again, remind the folks what bets you will be sweating tonight on the show.
4: Yeah, so I've got the Browns, minus 4.5, max play. Got Peoples-Jones, Donovan Peoples-Jones, plus 1,400 to score the first touchdown. Just a one-unit Johnson. And then we got the first half under... Which is, I totally blanked on what the number I got. It's it was 37
3: at, for the
0: game.
5: Probably, like, for the probably game. like 19 or something yeah. like that.
4: Yeah. First half under. I He's love it. Sweat it
0: out with, with Trent tonight. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Zumo Play.